Welcome to the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show, the weekly mental ed show for high achieving women professionals. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show. I am so glad that you are here today. How are you doing? How are you doing? We are cruising into the end of November, which is wild to think. And, you know, at the time of this episode goes live, we are pretty much almost en route to Costa Rica. So I am so excited. If you are one of the 30 women joining us in Costa Rica, I cannot wait to see you up here on Beta Baby. And if you didn't quite make this retreat, there will be more. Don't you worry. And... I can't quite give away our next destination location, but it's going to be amazing. Okay, so I want to see you there. Today we're talking about high-functioning anxiety. I love this topic because you guys know anxiety is no stranger to my story. And it wasn't until I sought out professional help, you know, in the past few months that I realized that I had been living with high-functioning anxiety for years. And I'll tell you this out of humility, I did not seek out professional help because I thought to myself, I am a professional, right? I am a healthcare provider. Why do I need help? And I was too prideful. I thought because I taught the tools and I thought because, you know, I'm someone who's supposed to quote unquote, have it all together, but yet I didn't. I felt like I was supposed to do it on my own. You see that extra layer of stress and pressure that I was creating for myself? When I broke down and sought out help from a therapist and still am seeing her, she is absolutely amazing. We see her for couples therapy. It is such a gift to my life, to our marriage. It's incredible. And she has helped me to see things from different angles and different perspectives and root things way back into childhood that I never new, right? And so it wasn't until I was in therapy that I realized, oh my gosh, I have had high functioning anxiety for years and it has impacted so much of my life. So let's talk about this today because I feel like it will really open the doors for so many of you to glean insight on how your inner world is going. You might not identify with high-performing anxiety or high-functioning anxiety, but it might spur you to think about other things that you might be wrestling with. So listen to today's episode with an open heart. Okay, so high-functioning anxiety. This is when we appear super functional on the outside. Okay, we're meeting deadlines. We are meeting the demands of life, of parenthood, of career, and also we live with a chronic significant amount of anxiety and stress on the inside. And more often than not, people don't know. That's what happened to me, right? I'm in this position where I'm supposed to quote unquote, be this leader and, you know, do all these teachings and all these trainings and also was somebody who was silently suffering. And that is one of the precursors for high function anxiety is when we don't share that with other people, your close mentors, your close friends, your close circle, your, your spouse, whoever it may be. And so you begin to carry this stress and carry this pressure and carry this almost shame or guilt that you shouldn't be feeling this certain way. 
And that really starts to eat away at you on the inside. So you begin to suffer in silence and you still complete all of the day-to-day tasks that are expected of you and you do it with a smile on your face, but yet nobody knows what's really going on. So you begin to suffer in silence. The, The second part of looking at high functioning anxiety is to understand that if this goes out of check, there are some pretty significant long-term effects of it. Okay. Not only like physical health effects of it, and that could look different for everybody, whether it's, you know, digestion or sleep or, you know, cardiac, all these different systems that we have, but also your mental and your emotional well-being for the long term. And that's where I found myself really in a place of stuck, really in a place of mental and emotional exhaustion from all of these demands and just stuffing, 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 and not realizing that the mental and emotional wear down had compounded over years. It really took a lot of pressure and like 10 X it when we moved to Washington, right? It's like our whole, whole life flipped upside down for the better, but the amount of pressure I felt and still didn't share that with anybody it wore my mental and emotional well-being down to the almost to this point of disintegration. And so understanding the long-term effects of high functioning anxiety mentally, emotionally, physically, relationally, it's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. And it might not seem like it in the moment, but those micro decisions and micro habits and micro feelings, they compound into long-term decisions. The next part of our life where high functioning anxiety can impact our relationships. And that first relationship is the relationship with yourself. I feel like from my own story, I didn't know who I was. I thought I did. And I pretended like I did, but on the inside, I was broken. And that is so important to know, because if we don't have this self-trust or this self-awareness with who we are, How can we expect to be our best for those that need us, for those around us, for our kids, our communities, our marriages? So understanding that the decision to show up with high functioning anxiety and do nothing about it, it impacts the relationship that you have with yourself, your self-confidence your ability to trust yourself, to make good decisions, to think with a clear mind, all of that can be impacted as it was for me. Your ability to have deep rooted relationships with those around you, with your teams, that's really important. And if you don't have a good relationship with yourself, how can you expect to give that to other people? We can't give away what we don't have. So that relational impact piece is huge. And then looking at your productivity, looking at your overall, like we said, that well-being, it's all compromised because you can only go against your body and your brain for so long until something breaks, whether it's mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, or all the above. You can only go against your body for so long before something breaks. And I want us today to get real and get raw about breaking the stigma around high functioning anxiety. 
There are a few signs as I was prepping for this episode, when I look back at my own journey in this and started to think about, gosh, what were the signs in my own life that I can begin to share with you in hopes that if you are having any of these signs in your own life, that you can begin to recognize them. Now, granted, this is not an end-all be-all list. And just because you have one of these signs does not mean you have high-functioning anxiety. Okay, I, I want to share the things that I wrestled with in hopes that you might be able to identify it in your own life and really have some journaling time after this episode to look at the root of where these are coming from. Okay, so a few signs that showed up in my life over time. This was not just one morning they were here. This was, again, compounded over time. Things like perfectionism, overthinking, excessive planning being very, very rigid in your thought process, being very, very rigid in your scheduling, being very rigid if things didn't go according to plan, which hello, when you have kids, <laughs> happens all the time. There was almost this internal freak out, very much trying to control everything. Control freak, essentially. Ask me how that goes in life when you try to control everything. It's a dumpster fire. Are you a high achieving woman who is feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, and in need of a change? If yes, then it's time to transform your life with our stress to strength four day meditation plan. This is a free resource that I created for women just like you who are ready to say goodbye to burnout as you conquer exhaustion and revitalize a re-energized you. You'll also discover brilliance from within and unlock your full potential with ease while embracing inner peace and tranquility from within. And the best part, you're going to learn how to prosper like never before by activating true abundance that overflows and allows you to positively impact not only your own life, but those around you. This four-day meditation is completely free and it's meant to help you transform stress into inner strength so you can reclaim your life, reignite your brilliance, and prosper abundantly. Download yours now at drjenniferblossom.com forward slash audio, or you can click the link in today's show notes. Your transformation begins here. I'll see you inside. Avoidance was a huge one. I posted a few weeks ago on Instagram, the four phases that I have worked through in burnout. And that first phase is a honeymoon phase. You are saying yes to all the things. It's exciting. You have momentum. You're on top of the world. And as we go down this phase, these four phases of burnout, once you work into phase two or three, you start to tackle and feel the heaviness of all of those commitments you have made and avoidance begins to set in. And I remember that you guys so clearly of wanting to avoid anybody and everybody because I was so done. I was overwhelmed. I was tapped out. I was tired. If I could just say it in one word, I was exhausted. I was so tired, AKA so burned out. And being an introvert, naturally, it's what I wanted to do was just come home to my cocoon and not see anybody, not be around anybody. But what does that feed, right? It feeds more loneliness. It feeds isolation. And this is very different than being able to take time and 
unplug, recharge, get away. That is really, really important. What this is talking about is true avoidance in developing and maintaining and sustaining very healthy relationships. So there was an avoidance component to that. Restlessness, being driven by high achievements. So I was talking to Brian about this and I said, "Hun, this goes all the way back to when I was a teenager and tied so much of my worth and validation from external sources, from other people validating me, from external achievements or milestones or, you know, whatever it may be to build up my own self-worth, which was such a massive artificial boost of confidence and a compensation for insecurity, lack of security. Y'all, this is just, when you really take time to unpack this for yourself, it is so eye-opening to what we walk through. I want you to draw those connections in your own life. A few other things here for the signs, uh, physical symptoms. So panic attacks, anxiety attacks, headaches, you know, being tired, physically tired, brain fog, all of these things were evident in my life. Difficulty relaxing, difficulty saying no, people pleasing. I didn't have a backbone. And all of these things began to compound in different ways for years and years and years and years and years until I broke. So it's really important for you to be able to recognize, gosh, do I have any of these signs or something similar that might be impacting your day-to-day life, which really brings us down to our final point of, okay, how do I cope with this? I recognize that I feel anxious. I recognize that everything looks fine on the outside, but on the inside, I don't feel fine. I don't feel fine. So what do you do? And my heart-to-heart message for you is never be ashamed. So often we are not taught how to think. We think that Everybody else has it all together and nobody should be struggling like we are on the inside. And that is the biggest lie that we can ever tell ourselves. This is your story. This is your journey. And the way in which you think was either passed down, caught, or taught. And now it's up to you to acknowledge that with compassion, to acknowledge that with grace, to not hold it against yourself, to not judge yourself, to not be angry with yourself. And that's where I really fell into this trap of being so hard on myself and so judgmental and so angry with myself because of the way in which I internally struggled mentally and emotionally, because I thought I should, again, have it all together. And I didn't, but nobody knew. So it wasn't until I learned how to break those walls down and meet myself with compassion, which took the help of a licensed therapist, a, ca- a counselor, for me to be able to see that. So that's my very first coping tip for you is to be able to acknowledge and accept where you're at right now without judgment and with a loving, true, compassionate approach. The next is seek out help, whether it is professional help or in the form of a coach or a mentor or a great friend you can talk to. We're not meant to do this alone. And your level of support depends on A, what you're comfortable with and B, what you feel is necessary right now. I have gone through all levels of support from friends to mentors, to people I really admire in my life, to coaches, to mental health professionals, 
I have them all in my life right now, and I'm actively using all of them. And we'll go through seasons in life where we may think it's necessary for all of those, for some of those. But the point is, is that you know what's best for you right now. So don't try to handle this all by yourself. Seek out the support that feels appropriate for you in this season. Lastly, it's looking at your current goals right now and in this season. One of the things we're going to do with our retreat participants in Costa Rica is we are going to map out a goal session for 2024. And as high achievers, I think it's really easy for us to want to do all the goals, no matter what it takes, and we're going to grind it out and get there. Hear me, there is a level of goal achievement and attainment where you're going to have to work hard. And that is just how it is right? I run two very successful companies and it's very hard work. And I've learned how to create the success and also the serenity, the success and the serenity, but it didn't come without me falling on my butt and letting success overpower me and just completely deplete myself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, relationally, everything. When we talk about goals, understand what goals are appropriate for you right now in this season. It should stretch you, but it shouldn't stretch you to the point of disintegration. And when you build out those goals, you want to have the systems, the mental and the practical systems in place so that you are taking care of yourself. You have those relaxation techniques built into your days. You have the time to think, to create, to build, and also to play, to rest, to relax. I have never played so much in my life as this season. I have also never worked so smart as I have in this season and also hard. And having that blend is vital for your success. And for your sanity. And so being able to do so from a place of empowerment instead of a place of disempowerment. So you are going out there and creating and living and building and being without high functioning anxiety, high functioning scarcity, high functioning, you know, enter your word here is now up to you. So take this episode today break it down, apply it to your life in a way that really makes sense for you and draws the awareness into, okay, where am I at? And what do I want to do in moving forward? Okay. I love you guys. Have a great Monday. If you loved this episode, do me a solid share this episode with a friend, leave a review on iTunes, post it up on social media and tag me. I would love to hear your biggest takeaway. And also if you haven't yet, I produced a complimentary four-day audio meditation series that you heard a commercial on today. Make sure to grab that. It is a four-day meditation that you will love. And the commercial tells you more about it. But if you love the show, you will love that meditation series. Okay, guys, I love you. I'll see you back here next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Dr. Jennifer Blossom Show. Remember, every week is an opportunity for you to grow the leader within. 